Ah, hello friends. It is a summer day here in North America, in the kingdom of Middle Oregon, where I dwell. You might be able to hear the various crickety things and cicada or cicada if you prefer things. I don't know what they are, the various buzzing bug things. They are here and so is the inevitable wind. It breezes and it swirls. And that process today really made me look at how different all the grasses are here. And we have a lot of them this year. We had a lot more flowers than I've seen out here in the woods since um, I started coming here regularly and moving here, so about five years. Um, so I did my dance to the elements. It's a little ritual and prayer and dance or whatever, which I do um, before most of my readings. And I took off my shoes, my socks, and I dug my feet down into the dusty earth, which uh, my friend Paul from Zira Plants up in Portland tells me this soil out here has lots of magnesium in it. And so we get things like miner's lettuce that's bright and red. So it has this interesting feel. I love plunging my limbs into it. And I might stop buying my Epsom salts for my Epsom salts baths, which is one of my magnesium and wellness techniques. Um, but it's imported from China and God only knows what hideous industrial mining process is involved. So I might start cutting down on that and instead immersing myself right here in my own magnesium. So that's the soil that I was in with my feet as I connected with the earth today after some very disconnected internet and politics and racism thoughts fueled stuff for a number of days, weeks. It was wonderful. <clears throat> it was wonderful to truly sink in and connect here. And what I ended up doing, and by the way, I was so disconnected that I thought I can't even I can't even do my thing to the elements. I can't even read tarot. I'm I am there's no hope here. I just felt so lost and disconnected from that part of me. But I figured I would go through the motions. So I meditated. One of those meditations where every 20 seconds your monkey mind is taking you on some extravagant journey into politics or regrets or things like that. And then you're like, oh yeah, back to the breath or whatever. <laughs> and I took off my shoes and I plunged my feet in the soil and I said, well, I'm going to try to do something to the earth, something to the air, something to fire, something to water. It was a very long dance and ritual today. And what I danced were these grasses around me in the breeze. The bunch grasses that grow tall and go to seed this time of year. And I realized how different they all are. If I stay on the road or the trail, I just kind of see them along the side and off in the distance. And, and I just kind of categorize them as grass Oh, look, grass. Maybe I would go so far as to think bunch grasses. You know, big tall things, like wheat. 
But once I was standing and dancing among them, I realized they all moved so differently. The way that they create, the way they manifest, the way they bring their seed into the world makes each type of grass, and in fact, each blade or stalk of grass, move totally differently. These ones here look like they're drooping, bending over, and they kind of go ch 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 They nod back and forth with their little spiky things ready to get caught in my socks. Those ones over there cheat grass. A friend pointed that out to me the other day. I'm like, no, no, those are those nice native grasses, those reddish ones. She's like, mm-mm. And I realized they were imposters. The nice native grass here, well, these fan out beautifully in this wind. And they don't move all that much. They kind of bob gently, sporting that same color, but now bursting into terrible seeds that will destroy your socks and your poor dog's paws and your lawn and anything else. Well, that's the cheap grass. And it's spirally, so it moves very differently in this breeze. And there's wheaty looking things that are quite pleasant. And so I moved my body as these things appeared to be moving. I moved my head around and looked at different grasses and I danced with them in the wind. Oh boy, do I sound like a hippie or what? Well, anyway, thing is, is it really busted through this nasty mood and anxiety and this relentless feeling of pressure that I have been experiencing that is very much fed by any engagement with news and uh, with the politics and bigger issues of the world, which I know are real and I want to be useful in them. But how useful am I going to be if I can't even connect with the earth? or my own soul. And so, pretending to be a nodding grass for 20 or 30 minutes somehow turned me back into me who is connected to the earth, who has her own seed heads that bob mysteriously in the wind, who can pull tarot cards, and who can relay a little something about them to you, dear friends, intrepid handful of listeners. So that's my grass story. After that, I felt pretty great. Just now, I'm finally putting my shoes back on. And I pulled a couple cards, and I lay them in the center of something I just found that to me looks like a nature-made labyrinth or spiral of rocks. And to me, it seems new. I must have walked by here before. I've got about a two-square-mile area here that I comb over. But I just discovered it the other day somehow. So, I stacked up a couple of rocks, came back and found it today. And this is where I drew our cards for the week. I immediately knew we were going to have two cards this time. The first one is what what we're supposed to focus on. And the second one is how. What is the mechanism by which we get to the original card? And here's what I pulled, my friends. Well, I pulled the Three of Cups. 
This has been coming up for lots of people over this weird spring and early summer. Uh, the two and the three of cups. And I have heard uh, from listeners who have pulled these in various contexts. I have pulled these for you in readings that I've done for some of you on personal readings. Um, and some of you have just, you know, mentioned to me in conversation that you're pulling your own cards and hey, you got the three of cups. Or maybe the two. So I'm always excited when I see these guys coming back again. The Three of Cups, and this is using the Centennial Edition of the Rider-Waite-Smith, or Smith-Rider, whatever you want to call that classic deck. Um, the Three of Cups depicts three women dancing. They're dancing kind of in a spiral together, holding goblets up, you know, as though raising a toast with their hands all together. They are not observing social distance. OMG. Uh, and I la 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 love this card. I consider it a card of feminine and female friendship. And I don't mean to confine the idea of femininity to biological women. But I know that for me, as a biological woman who's not completely cisgender by any means, um, there can be a special vibe when you're dipping into this kind of female feminine energy that seeks really to connect with others of that type. It's a different vibe. I spent a lot of my life only hanging out with dudes, just having a couple of close female friends and lots of guy friends and collaborators. So to me, this card always resonates with this very special feeling of like, oh, right, that special thing I sometimes do, where I act like a girl, <laughs> and I put on my dress, and I dance barefoot, and I go la-ta-ta. So this is great fun. The card coming up in this position, in this reading, is saying, we have... Uh, kind of a, let's call it a sacred duty to embrace our emotionally joyous selves. The parts of ourselves that can be joyous and can show it, manifest it, dance. Dance to the grasses, dance to the other couple of ladies in the room. If you are feeling more male than female today or um, identify or worry about certain biological parts. When you're thinking about this feminine, hmm, think about the sort of social cliches that we have inherited about womanhood and about women celebrating. Find the good parts of that, okay? We don't have to throw all the babies out with the bathwaters. So think about three young women, young-ish, not like super annoying, giggly 14-year-olds, but, you know, maybe they're like 20, something like that, 18, 25. Young women with lots of energy and flow. They're graceful. They're really in their bodies, these three dancers. Picture women of that age, young women having their bodies and the excitement of being alive 
with the with the cups invoked with this particular card we're allowed to feel how they flow deep into the earth as water does and back into the ocean as our ancestry takes us the cups bring us back to the primal murk from which we arose and evolved and when it comes to these three lovely dancing probably aristocratic ladies in a beautiful garden. They're enjoying poetry and music and body in ways that maybe, maybe we don't have enough opportunities to really do that in our cool modern culture and or on lockdown during COVID. So there's a freedom to it. It doesn't look overtly sexual, though. It doesn't look like they're performing for someone else, right? So maybe when you were 20 or 25 or 18, you were at a dance club or at Woodstock or wherever you were, and you were dancing, enjoying your body, and you were also doing it for onlookers, possibly male ones. That's a cool vibe, but from this card, I get the feeling... Uh, and and this is in the, the Smith Rider. Uh, the Golden Tarot does show masculine-looking characters playing music and watching the women. But in this card, it's just the three of them. So the part of you that can dance with the grass, with no one watching, that can feel your own flow that connects you to earth and to bigness, to your future, to the past of all your ancestors... Dancing doesn't even have to be literal. If your body is unable to get up and dance right now, you can simply move within your mind or sway gently to music or just the music inside your own mind. And maybe you can trust that you're, you're actually dancing with me and my grasses at the same time. We don't have to have all three literal ladies, white aristocratic, fake medieval ladies from a tarot card in a room together drinking wine to make this happen. It's a vibe we can dip into. Oh my gosh, there's this huge wasp. I wonder if it's the dreaded Asian hornet they're warning us about. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> Little sidebar there. So, three of cups enjoy celebrate have a body immerse yourself in water take a take a bath take one of those epsom salts baths drink lots of water hydrate yourself delve into your matrilineal line your lineage if you know anything about it or the general idea of matrilineal heritage if you if you don't have many details about where you came from personally Think about the history of women, where we are. And where are women allowed to be joyous? When do women get to bust out, but not, not for others to watch? Where do men get to display their qualities that have been kind of sidelined as quote-unquote feminine? Where do men get to display those things? Emotion and grace and flow. These are the spots we're being asked to go to. I know for me, 
going to that. And it can also be just straight up female friendship. Reach out to a, a friend and in a spirit of flow, in a spirit of receptivity um, and, uh, and wanting to be joyous together. Simple as that. This kind of energy how do we get there, right? It's easy to say, oh yeah, let's have some fun and let's be flowy, but as I have just torturously described <laughs> my little walk through the woods and my attempt at meditation and the da 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 like, this stuff is not always available to us physically or emotionally or in our energy woo-woo vibe land. So the next card was a way of saying, okay, how do we access this this week? What is our means of access? And this was interesting. Um, we pulled the seven of coins, seven of pentacles. And this one shows, um, you know, a farmer guy leaning on his tool, so to speak, some kind of farming implement, a hoe. And he's gazing at, um, he's gazing at his grapevines and there's seven coins in there. He's looking a bit glum. You might think, if I had seven giant gold coins with magical things imprinted on them in a bunch of grapevines, I would be pretty freaking happy, thank you. Um, but hey, this is the tarot. It's a metaphor or a key to open a door. So what this guy is actually doing is waiting for harvest time. It goes wonderfully with this time of year, too. It's early mid-July so there's stuff that you could harvest in your garden if you have a garden there's a lot of things it's like you can't have the ripe tomato right now sorry you gotta wait so he's glum because he wants the ripe tomato now and I think this card generally counsels patience that's the easiest quickest interpretation there's a sense of things will happen in their time and you can't force them. So how do we wait? What kind of space do we have to create and time to kind of, you know, create a special little spot where maybe some of that Three of Cups energy might be willing to flow through us? And it might not look like a ripe tomato, you know? <laughs> it might look like something else. So I think this, these two cards together say, well, if you can access that immediate celebratory, receptive female, water cups, emotions, if you can get there, go there. And if you find it difficult to get there, use great patience and, and don't run off. The farmer, the... Um, I suppose he's not really a farmer, is he? He's a, is he a vintner or something? Um, you know, he's got to... He's got to still tend to these vines. So this is a good time for us to tend to our vines, acknowledge that, you know, we secretly want the ripe tomato, we're secretly disappointed that we don't have it right now, <laughs> but to stay there, you know... Get rid of the aphids um, or the mealworm or whatever is attacking your tomatoes, right? You can't just walk off and say, fine, I'll come back in a month and a half. You have to kind of stick with it. 
So I think these cards are urging us to, to stick with it. It's worth doing some cultivation to get to our Three of Cups energy. And if you do a bit of dancing in your mind, um, in your wheelchair, sitting in front of your computer, um, dancing around your living room, quietly lying on your back in the grass. If you mentally do some celebratory dancing and you feel even a glimmer of a cup of water flowing through you, I would love to hear about it. And you can email that to burningtarot at gmail.com. I have very much been enjoying your comments and stories that you've been sending me about these readings and how you connect with them or, or not. Um, yeah. So I'm really going to... These are pretty relaxed cards for a very unrelaxed world <laughs> that we're in right now. Um, but it's hard to be relaxed, you know? And actually, when everything's this crazy, it takes a great deal of energy. And I'm going to take these cards to heart. I'm going to try this week. I feel like last week when we drew the High Priestess before 4th of July, I've had some good High Priestess moments, um, but a lot of deep uh, distraction, actually, and kind of public engagement with issues. Maybe that's what I needed to do, but I would like to really listen to these cards because I'm drawing them, and it's sort of an insult to just ignore them. So I'm really going to, um, I'm going to do this, even though it'll mean uh, I'll just need to carve out certain days where I don't go on the internet or I don't go on the news or if I spend a certain amount of time in, in activism or in going through internal processes related to privilege, all these things that one does, I'm going to limit them. I'm going to confine them and use some of my other time to be celebratory and joyful. I find that difficult, you know. I find it easier to uh, stick with the feeling of panic and uh, self-loathing that's out there right now and confusion. And I'm sure I'll spend plenty of time there <laughs> as the weeks and months roll by. But this week, I'm, I'm going to take some time to watch the tomatoes ripen and to sink into a bath and to dance. And I'm going to think of you, at least the ones of you who, um, who are actively in touch and sending me, sending me nice notes and things. I'm going to think of you specifically as I do, um, maybe I'll do a Three of Cups dance every day, nodding grasses or no. And maybe it'll only be like two minutes long instead of this whole half hour thing I did today. But I'm going to concentrate on that. And I'm going to think about all of you because you guys help me flow. And I appreciate that. I hope I help you flow a little bit. May your stalks of grass nod happily in the wind this week. With much love. And of course, air hugs. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot. Ciao.